0: We got some big sleepy energy on this episode of Afterbite, actually.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: (laughs) Just going to say that right up front. This is the earliest we've
1: ever recorded an episode, and it's not even that early. It's just 9 a.m. And it's, yeah, it's not even, it's like we're shooting, like, a daytime talk show right now. And, like, they have more energy than we do. (laughs) We're just, you know what, this week, Brian, let's just take it easy. Honestly, this We're episode just is- are taking it easy. This episode's so easy to recap. It's just like-
0: This episode is easy to recap, but it's
1: good. Uh-huh.
0: It's a really- p- Pixel, girl. <clears throat> it's a really good episode of the
1: originals. It is.
0: And I enjoy it a lot. I it's do, too. It's just also, I watched it ten minutes ago in my bed- and I, I was very warm and cozy.
1: <laughs> yeah, the fun little behind the scenes. I watched this at like 4 a.m., I think. And like, I just remember being on my phone, like hitting like the t- like tapping on it and like skipping 10 seconds because I was like, I don't want to deal with the establishing shots. I don't care about this dialogue. Like, la, 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 la. I just want to remember what happens. And so then I think I fell asleep halfway through the episode and woke up at the ending and I was like, good enough for me. <laughs>
0: You take your job as a podcast host very seriously.
1: <laughs> I needed it to fall asleep, and I just remember waking up with my phone in my hand, and I'm like, what am I doing? And I put it <laughs> put it back next to my bed.
0: Hey, hi, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Vampire Diaries Fancast. Fuck, I fucked up the intro.
1: Really? You were doing I'm right. too
0: sleepy. I always switch it to be an Originals fan cast whenever we're talking about an episode of the Originals.
1: Oh yeah, I <laughs> I forgot. Real sleepy energy this week. I was like, yeah, it's a Vampire Diaries fan cast. That's only ten years too late. We've been doing this for ten years.
0: <laughs> hey, hi, hello, everyone, welcome to After It's an Originals fan cast, only eight years too late. This week we are watching season one, episode nineteen of the Originals, in Unblinking Death.
1: I like that title.
0: It's a really good title for a lot of reasons. A lot of death this episode. A lot yeah. of death of
1: named characters. I forgot like big characters like died in this episode. Like very like recur. It's recurring characters, but like yeah. characters like we've actually like grown to like love and like, yeah, like love and like want to love with like want to love at- uh, and, and like want to like cheer on know to better. win. Yeah. Yeah cheer on to win that's where I was going it's, it's just characters we want to love to love to love yeah and then exactly. bye bye
0: and then they go and we're all very sad about it
1: I will, uh, I will say though, I don't have I, the I,
0: Netflix description for this episode and I'm not about to go get it I'm not going to lie to
1: you hold up I will pull it up <laughs> I cannot wait for Netflix to show me that same scene again where Jane Ann Devereaux was caught doing magic <laughs> i'm just being real with you i'm not about to go get it that's not where my energy levels <laughs> are at. girls the big uneasy there it is here we go the netflix description for this episode is cloush in the la K- cloush fucked Can it I- up already first, wow. word. first word bundle on that one uh, yeah. well, let's try again and take two slate um Klaus and Elijah disagree about how to handle the Crescent Wolves, and a violent explosion in the bayou deepens the divide between the communities. How did they do better descriptions of, like, these episodes than they do of the Vampire Diaries? Because like, these vamp- episodes are good TV. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like, from Vampire Diaries, they go, like, they pick, like, one, like, specific thing, and they're like, Caroline gets a letter, and it's like, Okay, great. And it, like, happens, like, at the beginning and it's like, hi, Caroline, just checking in, bye. Yeah. And it's, then it has nothing to do with the rest of the episode and the rest of the episode is Damon and Elena breaking up, like. Again. Again.
0: <laughs> Whereas that one, at least that's, like, a pretty big chunk of the episode. The only thing that's really missing from that description is Karen's whole thing, but I do enjoy that that's not there.
1: Yeah, it's, sort it's of kind of like,
0: like a-, a happy surprise. Yeah. And then I mean, also a not, not so happy, happy surprise because Cammy's not- really going through it this
1: episode, and was- that's actually
0: where we pick up.
1: <laughs> yeah, it instantly.
0: Brian, I don't know so you were here on the episode of The Originals where I was complaining about the fact that I feel like they don't use the fact that he's a fucking priest enough. Yeah, and they start off this episode while um having a hallucination where Kieran is taking communion, and I'm like, finally we
1: get the good priest angst, finally. <laughs> Yeah, I it took of, us long like, enough. Like I love, like I know he's called Father Kieran, and I completely forgot he was a priest for some time. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Like they, like the first spoken line of this
0: episode is, "This is the body, this is the blood. May they cleanse me of sin and preserve my soul in life everlasting. Amen." And then it doesn't get better from here, folks. Like, no, he
1: does not get to live in. I mean, maybe. We don't know what happens I afterwards. Hope you find,
0: I hope he found peace. I think genuinely. he did.
1: I think he went to the ferryman, handed him his coin, and was like, bye.
0: I think he did, because otherwise he'd be really upsetting with what's going
1: on in TVD currently. Oh, no. Because he's, he's not super... Oh, the hex, maybe. No, well, I think he, I think he would have been, like, out of... He would have gotten out of that.
0: Kieran is having this, like, hallucination where Sean, his dead nephew Sean, is serving him communion, and he's having, like, a hallucination. Bastiana's there, too. And he is, like... Cammie and Josh are actually trying to take care of him, but he is hallucinating them to be Sean and Bastiana, respectively. So, um... He has, like, very, like... It's all, like, angry and confused, and he has, like, one moment of, like... Clarity where he know knows that it's ca- Cammy, yeah. and then he like immediately snaps back out of it and like gets confused and agitated again.
1: Yeah, nice.
0: This actor is really, really good.
1: I'm to think I haven't seen, oh, uh, seen Todd any- Stashwick. I haven't seen him in anything but this. Like, he did great. Like, he like Cam- this. This Kieran, leading.
0: Like- this really like sold it for me. He was really good. I, I haven't really seen him in much, but he's been, he's been a lot.
1: He's a been lot in a few TV. episodes
0: of a lot of things.
1: He was in American oh, he Horror was Story?
0: In, he was in I know Jordan <gasps> he, would be remorse if she if I didn't say
1: it, but he was in
0: 12 Monkeys, which is a show oh. that Jordan really, really likes.
1: Oh! I was going to say Kim Possible is Dr. Dragon. He also <laughs> was that. American Horror Story as Mr. Jingles?
0: Who the fuck? You gotta pay the rent somehow. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. His name is Blake. The episode he was in was Mr. Jingles. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) I was gonna say, man, hey, you gotta pay the rent. We don't, uh. I'm not (laughs) about to judge,
1: bro. I literally was like, isn't Mr. Jingles the name of the serial killer? Like, I know I don't remember much about 1984, but like. So Cammy comes up with
0: this plan. She's like, maybe he just needs like a shock to his system, like something to wipe the slate clean. Josh, I think I have an idea on how to fix him. And then cut to the opening credits.
1: Do-do-do-do. Um, Cammy's
0: on some shit this episode. I'm not going to lie.
1: She is. And, and I Eli- love it. Oh my god, pause for a second. He played Dracula in Supernatural.
0: Oh, so true. That is
1: amazing, actually. (laughs) All the way back in what year? What year was it? 2008. Wow. He's been acting since the 90s. Good for him. He's like 50. (gasps) Oh, he was an angel. I connected to Buffy now. Score.
0: We go to the Michelson compound where Klaus is
1: just throwing books around with reckless abandon. I mean, who doesn't do that from time to time? If I had a big bookcase like that, I would do that, yeah. but I just wouldn't want to do the cleanup.
0: That's true, though. It, if it does feel like a rite of passage for having a really big bookshelf, is every so often you just get to throw shit off of it, you know what like I mean? Like you're trying
1: to find like the secret door entrance, you're like, come on, somewhere.
0: Which one is it? Which one is it? <laughs> Um. So Klaus is looking for the their mother's grimoire, uh, and Elijah had hidden it. Which, uh, smart, and smart move. Yes, smart choice. Elijah's reasoning for this is that he um, is like, it would be cool if the wolves were like powerful again, but. What if they decide to seek retribution for decades in health and exile, and Haley will find herself in the middle of an uprising?
1: Yep, I mean, because yeah. we know what Haley would choose in that long run. Yeah. she would probably choose them, and she wouldn't choose the Michael Yeah
0: but i do I do genuinely think in this episode for what he knows, Elijah's more, I think his actions are understandable
1: yeah like i would do the same thing especially with klaus and how reckless he is yeah like he literally yeah we know like he's doing all of this for the baby hope like like we all know he's doing this for hope and like everything like all his moves are kind of in that but it's also his moves to gain power again so it's like what would happen if he gave another side more power and then all of a sudden it's like okay we're coming for your power now ha ha ha
0: yeah i think for what for what elijah knows this is probably like the best course of action yeah for right now Klaus has a funny little line though of like, the drums of war were beating long before we returned. I suggest you use a little less of this and he makes a little talking gesture with his hand and he's like, and then a little more of these and he points to his ears, which very much feels like Klaus has just been like, it feels like he took a parenting class. Yeah. <laughs> little less of this, little more of this. He knows like, how to change
1: a diaper now.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. It just feels like, it just feels like this is absolutely something my mother would say to her preschool class.
1: <laughs>
0: and it just makes me laugh.
1: It does, It actually does something you would say, say to a kid. It's also like big sibling energy. You're like right there. Like, I'm an only child, so I don't know what that's like. But like, it feels very much like he's because Klaus is like the middle child, I think. I don't know.
0: Yes, technically like, he is. Yes.
1: Technically middle baby. And like, so, and Elijah as of right now, the oldest. Is the oldest because the oldest is dead.
0: Yeah, Finn's dead. The <laughs> oldest is, the is oldest, dead,
1: yeah. and we don't know. And the other, and the other one is also dead as of right now. <laughs> um, but the it's just, yeah, it's, 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 it's so we haven't uh-huh, gotten there uh-huh, yet. Uh-huh. I don't have to go back. <laughs> um, but it's just, I just always love when like Klaus kind of overpowers Elijah for a second. But then Elijah goes and proves that he's smarter. Like his decisions are smarter. But then also when Elijah makes a mistake, he admits it. Klaus doesn't. Yeah. Klaus is like, oh, my it was like, oops, a mistake. It was someone else. And it's like, Klaus, you literally killed that person who's trying to help you.
0: Cammy huh. and Josh had gotten themselves a doctor. They begged one. They begged a good one. Um, this poor doctor gets brought to the <laughs> Uh, this poor doctor is having a time This poor doctor gets brought to A church told to examine This like creepy Man Who is like going through a psychotic Break In a witch
1: attic basically In a witch attic And think think Kieran like chained up to the wall or something Yeah he's like
0: I think he is at some points oh in this They God. have him chained up Otherwise they just have Josh uh, holding him Jesus Christ. Um, and uh, this guy.
1: One guy just walked Dr. in and he's like, what the fuck? Shesky? He's like, this looks like a crime scene. I mean it, yeah. <laughs> and he's correct. It is. It's a crime scene waiting to happen. Yeah. And
0: um, Josh just sort of like. Compels him and he compels him in the most Josh way possible. Honestly, like, it
1: was very adorable. Just don't freak out, okay? Like
0: Josh, you uh Josh, it's like, you are. you're gonna
1: forget vampires and werewolves exist. I mean, but not right now, obviously. Like when, when you leave. It's like when you leave. It's okay.
0: <laughs> Kimmy gets a call from Marcel because Josh had told Marcel how bad things have gone, And Marcel then calls Klaus and He's like, "Hey, I know that I'm on your shit list, but Cammy's having a pretty bad time." And then it just like cuts back to Cammy, and she's like, "Doctor, what do you know about shock therapy?" <laughs> girl,
1: girl. This is an episode where we shouldn't be doing this like first thing. This is one like where we need to like go like deep dive in, like analyze every scene inch by inch. It's just funny that all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, we got to do shock therapy now. I'm like in a show where you have every supernatural, like, option at your hand, you resort to just the shock therapy, which is hilarious to me.
0: I also... I I like it, though, because Cammy diagnoses this correctly, is that, like, he's in a... He's in a psychotic episode, and basically his brain just needs a reboot. And so she's like, well, in... Only extreme cases does this even, like, happen. And at the time, and the doctor even mentions it, he's like, we don't understand it. It's very much like a fringe thing that they don't do very often. Um, So I, I like that why. this is, like, absolutely <laughs> some shit Cammy read in a medical paper when she's in grad school, and she's like, yeah. this might work, actually. Like, I, I do enjoy that this is the time and place in which Cami is, like, well, maybe we need to resort to shock therapy.
1: She saw um, American Horror Story Asylum and was like, sold.
0: <laughs> well, also like a lot of... Um, how do I say this nicely? Uh, shock therapy is the shit of horror movies, but also there are times and places in which it at- does actually help. Mm. So, I like that there is, Kami's like, this might be one of the times and places in which it might help. You know what I mean? Like, it very much is something that happens in horror movies, but also, in terms of, like, the real world, there are times and places in which limited shock therapy may help. Mm. I'm not a doctor. um, <laughs> but
1: Neither am I. I did not even try to be a doctor. <laughs>
0: God, I didn't even try. But like I feel like a lot of um like this seems really like out there and it is, but also I do think it is logical in terms of like, well, Cammy might have read about this on a fringe paper at one point in time and now she's like this is my last hope. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So It's kind of like it, it definitely feels like a last ditch effort. Like it's kind of like her last like
0: yeah,
1: um human way of trying to figure this out.
0: Yeah, cuz everything else has failed. All the magic, all the everything has failed. Yeah. But good old human ingenuity cannot be beat.
1: <laughs> good old electrocuting your your priest.
0: Good old electrocuting your priest. We call that the turnabout, baby.
1: Honestly. <laughs>
0: something something gay rights, I think. Something something gay wrongs? Uh
1: no, no. We'll we'll get I don't think we're ready we'll to talk about it again. later. We'll talk, and we'll never talk about it again.
0: <laughs> we will never talk about this again. Haley and Eve are doing deep breathing in prepare in preparation for Haley giving birth out in the bayou. I, so there's kinda, that going on. I kind of love <laughs> this how episode, they're like. The thing is, is like the beginning of this episode for the werewolves is like super chill, yeah. and uh, everybody else though is having a pretty bad time across the board. But everybody, like, the werewolves, like, when they start having a bad time, they start having an extremely bad time. Yeah, and it's, And I feel like everybody just else just mind. sort of, like, stays on the same... You know, like, everybody else is on, like, a line, right? The yeah. wolves, though, they're on a fucking mountain. They have an extremely bad time. Yeah. Eve is just, like, basically, she's sort of, like, their doula, I guess? She's, like midwife type of person she's like honey the werewolves have been having babies out here since before you were born stop worrying um yeah this this ain't a normal
1: baby though this is the tribrid
0: (laughs) this ain't a normal baby but it's also not a normal baby it's also not not a normal baby in the way that i think a hospital could help
1: (laughs) yeah i think like i think it's like it's not going to be like that charmed like like i don't know if you watch charmed but like in season five of they had a baby and he came out like glowing. Cause, I don't know why. But like, because he was <gasps> prophesized. Sure. It's like, Ooh. Because sure, like, so okay. was Hope. Like, calm down. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, I think Hope comes out. Like, I think Hope's birth was, I mean, it wasn't normal. We'll get there. Um-
0: <laughs> but like, it's also like, it's not like she's going to be like premature or.
1: Yeah, or ex- anything or like, like that, or anything like supernatural is gonna happen. Or-
0: yeah, it's just like it's she's not not normal in the way that a hospital can help. You know what yeah. I
1: mean? <laughs> like yeah, y'all can't help, help
0: this weird werewolf, vampire, witch baby.
1: Sorry, she's gonna <laughs> come out and be like, "I have a spinoff coming." <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's gonna come off and announce her spinoff immediately. Actually,
1: <laughs> it's gonna be hashtag Renew Legacies. You (laughs) imagine hashtag new (laughs) legacies. In the but it's kind of funny like we're laughing about that now in the midst of like how we know Hope's birth goes down. Yeah, (laughs) like, if you want to talk about traumatizing, yeah,
0: everybody's having a pretty bad time.
1: Yeah, I will. I think the next like after this, this is kind of like the the beginning of the chaos
0: yeah there's like th- I was gonna say there's like three four episodes at the end of this season that are like
1: it's all shit just happening, yeah this is like this is t- this is typical like like they're building towards the finale kind of episode, like you get the hints and whispers, and if you think like what's coming next, which is the big explosion, it's n- that's kind of like nothing compared to like what's coming next and it's yeah
0: this is very much like we start going and we are fast and furious bitch except we here on afterbite are not fast and furious because uh we have to switch this with the fucking season five finale as well um
1: Uh, and i and i love that episode too so it's kind of hard to be like but I love this finale much better.
0: These four episodes are really, really good. So basically, um Elijah and Elijah comes to the bayou and he's like, I need to meet with everybody, you know, a quick word with the conspirators. Um and I just want to point out a little it's um Haley, Elijah, Jackson, and Oliver um talking. And Uh, I just want to point out one little interaction that goes under the radar here is Jackson is saying something like, we know about your brother's reputation, but if there's even a chance these rings can help us take control of our curse, Oliver interrupts him and says, our gift. And then Jackson goes back to speaking. And I just wanted to point out that interaction because I think it's really small, but really, really
1: good. Yeah, because some werewolves do view this as like a gift and not a curse.
0: And I like, I I like this. It's, I feel like we haven't gotten a lot of like, what's Oliver's deal? Because he's sort of just like second fiddle to Jackson. He's sort of like the, the, the shady, the shady right-hand man. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I like this little moment of character building where it's like, Oliver has genuine love for werewolves. He, he, he loves his people. Um, and I what? really like this, re- this is a really small way of saying, I don't view this as a curse, I view this as a gift. And I really, really enjoy that.
1: Which, oof.
0: Um, they all hear a motorbike approaching out in the middle of the bayou, in the middle of the day, and they all go outside to see to see a man on a motorbike and the man Ah, asks which one of you guys is in charge and Jackson's like who the fuck is asking very obviously in charge good one Jack and uh, Elijah notices that something's off about the dude and he reflexively tackles him just as the motorbike explodes which
1: this literally came out of left field
0: yeah this is wild like, the werewolves are literally just out here minding their own fucking business. <laughs> They're just having a good day, like they. And so we get that scene where, um, it's like that sound that happens after explosions, where like your ears are just ringing and trying to adjust. And Haley like gets up and she sees like a little boy standing out next to a severely injured man, and she's. Like immediately, like picks him up, and she's like, "Here, Jackson, take him, get him away from here." And, uh, they, Haley and Elijah, like meet up here, and they kneel next to the injured man. And Elijah lifts the injured man's shirt to find chemical and heat burns, and he notices this as Wolf'sbane.
1: Oh, I didn't. I don't remember. I don't remember that part.
0: Yeah. So it must have been in the gas tank, basically, is what Haley surmises. And so she's like, You're the fastest. Take anyone else who can't walk on their own, get them away from here.
1: Yeah. Cause I would, if like, that's just one bomb, there has to be more. Like, come on.
0: Well, they don't realize that at this point in time.
1: Well, I'm I'm just saying, like, in my sense of, like, if I was committing... If I was committing crimes... If I was committing crimes, I would make sure that I'd have a backup for the backup.
0: Yeah. And it feels like... What's that fucking... I remember this from, like, the Hunger Games of all places. Oh, 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 But where they, like, you do a bomb to draw in first responders, and then you drop a bomb on the first responders. When they killed
1: Prim, yeah.
0: Yes. Spoiler alert for the Hunger Games movie. It came out fucking years ago. Yeah, and um, the book still like, one of the most heartbreaking scenes in media. But this is like a general. That's like a general tactic. This isn't yeah. like Brian just on his criminal mastermind no, shit. No, I, I promise. This is something I they do. talk about. Like this is like a, a proven like bombing method, basically. Um, it also they also did an episode of it in uh Criminal Minds.
1: <laughs> oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, lo-fi. Ooh. The fact
0: that I just can name off an episode,
1: yeah, I hate
0: me. I hate it's me like,
1: so much. No, that's like me with the Vampire Diaries. You're like, what's that one episode? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Departed. Yeah, that was the good one. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Season three, um, episode twenty two. <laughs> At least I don't know name the time markers because that would just be very unhinged.
0: Haley walks over to where Va- Oliver is helping treat a werewolf who's been impaled with a tree branch, and he's about to like rip it out. And Haley's like,
1: don't do that. Yeah, she watches TikTok. She knows how to get to recover from a stab wound.
0: Everybody should know that you don't pull out the stab wound until you have something to put some, like, bandages there. Yeah. Basically. And so she, um, she pulls this, like he pulls the tree limb out of this like werewolf girl's legs and she's like oh fucking jesus god she grabs eve like makes her press on the wound she's like oliver give me your fucking shirt like uses it to make a tourniquet and eve's like damn damn how'd you learn to do that little miss medicine over here and Haley reveals just a little bit of backstories that she left home at 13 Um, I feel like we knew that she was in, like, the foster care system and had, like, left home at some point in time, but 13's really young, dude.
1: Yeah, especially, like, because 13 I would still consider, like, a kid.
0: Yeah, 13 is absolutely still a child. Oliver gets up and, like, fucking kicks a trash can because he doesn't know how else to deal with his anger. Um, He's like, (sighs) vampires, they don't have the guts to do their own dirty work themselves. I mean, why bother when you can just compel some poor son of a bitch for you? I say we hit him back hard. And she's like, Oliver? No, actually. If it was vampires, i can pretty sure I'm going to guess who gave the order. I'm going to go find Marcel. And then she like breaks a tree branch over her knee into a stake and then just walks away. And you're like, ooh, so true, girl boss.
1: Good for her, honestly.
0: Good for her.
1: I love that. You know, that. Like,
0: extremely she- pregnant and about to... Uh,
1: she's hormonal she's like in her like third trimester she's gonna kill somebody
0: she's gonna kill a bitch we head back to saint anne's church and uh kieran is like they're like all prepping him for ect and kieran is like snarling at josh like there's a special place in hell for your kind and josh is just like that's really funny not the first time i've heard that one though
1: <laughs> it's cause Josh is gay. Get it? It's cause
0: he's gay. I also think it's funny in like a vampire way too. Like yeah,
1: like you're going to hell. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. See you there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We've heard it one way or another. <laughs> Klaus comes in and he's like, um, what the fuck is going on here? We should not do this.
1: And you know it's like inhumane when Klaus is like, yeah, we shouldn't do this.
0: And even the doctor is like, yeah, I'm literally begging you not to force me to do this, which like, girl, when the doctor does that, damn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> huh. And Klaus is like, your uncle is a good man. He shouldn't suffer. And Kimmy's like, well, he's been dying for he's been suffering for weeks. He's dying. This might be his only chance and she places the electrodes against him and turns on the little shock machine and everybody watches extremely uncomfortable with what's going on
1: yeah same and nothing else crazy happens next nothing nothing super crazy happens just
0: a regular average average day Haley drives out of the bayou to uh, go uh, kill Marcel to go murder (laughs) Marcel Uh, totally
1: (laughs) happens at least once a week
0: pretty much. Um, Elijah and Jackson are talking and she's like, Jackson says, um, you know, it's a good thing that bomb went off where it did. Could have been a lot worse. We all could have gotten killed. And the two walk out to where the Bayou werewolves have congregated after the explosion, tending to the wounded and the dead. And Elijah considers Jackson's words for like a minute. And then you can just see his eyes go, oh, fuck. And he looks and he notices a bomb planted planted under an RV nearby. And he's like, get everyone out of here now eight different explosions start going off
1: it's just it sucks more knowing that there are children there yeah like i can't even imagine like i don't know i don't think any children died in this one but like this is kind of where you start to realize that this wasn't marcel
0: yeah Yes, this is absolutely where you start to realize that feels too big for Marcel.
1: Yeah, and plus, Marcel has a rule. No kids. You don't hurt kids. You
0: don't hurt kids.
1: So, like, and that's been Marcel's rule from day one. Like, quite literally. That's the whole reason why all of this is even happening. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's just like, uh, poor guy. He's gonna die for no reason. I mean, he's not gonna die. He's fine. He has a contract. He has a contract. Uh, for a he while. has a contract. <laughs> Don't worry. He shows up in legacies. He's good. Because <laughs> then it gets you thinking, like, who is actually doing this? And it's just not a fun time to think about that. <laughs> because my first thought was like, when you realize it wasn't Marcel, you're like, wait, then who? That who? Then who the is witches. It? the witches they can kill, they like to kill kids
0: <laughs> it's a big fucking oof actually
1: and like and i will say though like it, they did really good like especially like blowing all the uh, I, explosions are pretty fire pretty explosions pretty, pretty. Are,
0: this this episode is very well shot none yeah, of this yeah it's very cinematic yeah good job to who was our director who was our director this episode Obviously. Kelly Cyrus.
1: Ooh.
0: I she did she, a lot
1: of, she's, a lot of diary, she's, she's done a lot of vampire diaries. She's she's
0: done a lot of T V D and also a lot of original. She does at least one every up or one every season. Good
1: at good 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 job. Good job, Bass. Good job team. We <laughs> stand female directors.
0: We love we love women in
1: film. Anyway, in, um, I'm a woman in STEM. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Cami this episode. Cami's a woman in STEM.
0: Cami's a woman in STEM.
1: <laughs> She's with electric shock therapy.
0: <laughs> ECT did not work. What? You're telling On me hearing. an outdated medical practice didn't work? Yeah. Shocking. Literally. Basically, Klaus just tells her, like, you need to prepare yourself. This story does not have a happy ending. And he's like, maybe it's time not to give up, but to let go. Um, Which, coming from
1: Klaus, of all people, girl,
0: you know you fucked up. Yeah, when when
1: Klaus tells because Klaus is kind of that guy who doesn't give up until like they've exhausted. King of
0: not letting things go.
1: Yeah, they he exhausts every possible solution. Like he doesn't give up until he has to give up. Like, and that's what I respect about his character. But holy mamma mia, like, if Klaus is telling you to give up, give up.
0: Girl, you gotta go. Yeah, you exactly. Got,
1: you gotta- prepare the funeral.
0: <laughs> like, you gotta let him go.
1: Yeah, and at least try to figure out a way to let him go on his own terms. Like, that's what I would do. Not- I just realized that's assisted suicide. Oof. Yeah. Oof.
0: Which, like, that is a bigger-
1: that's a bigger issue we're not touching on.
0: <laughs> That's a bigger topic than we talk about on this sleepy edition of our Vampire Diaries yeah, no, podcast. I no. <laughs> In the bayou, Oliver's shouting for somebody to help uh, because Eve is pinned under an un- under an overturned SUV. Why did I almost say SUV? Jesus, God. SUV.
1: <laughs> I deal with those a lot.
0: Sleepy, sleepy episode. Sleepy energy here, gang. Um, yeah. Elijah and... Elijah runs over to help him uh, and they get Eve out from under the r v but she is very injured.,
1: um, <gasps> no, she's the only one that could birth the baby. She's the only midwife they have. <laughs>
0: In sort of like the vampire hideout, I guess, where Diego and the other vampires are just chilling. Um, The transcript doesn't have this place named. It's just Vampire Hideout, which I think is objectively really funny. Because imagine going to a bar named Vampire Hideout, and it's just a bunch of people chilling in a pitch black room. Like, do you think at that point, do you think it's real or fake that they're all vampires? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I
1: like that. That'd be fun. He'd be like, like imagine someone- hiding in
0: plain sight by just naming your bar fucking Dracula's fill-up station or some
1: shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> It's like having like a big sign like saying Vampires, not here.
0: I was I was checking my email the other day and I got like an uh sort of like a here's what's coming this month to this venue near you or whatever email. And mm-hmm. I was just like perusing it as I do. <laughs> At the very bottom of the email there was an invitation for I need to get this this name right so I'm looking up the, the image real quick but there was an invitation for Vampire Prom ah. coming, to a, coming to a concert venue near me Literally Kansas City's Vampire Society is hosting their very own Vampire Prom on May 7th
1: <laughs> I... Love and that. i'm so
0: sad i can't go
1: i'm I genuinely
0: so sad could Aww. you imagine
1: It'd be could fun. Y-
0: what are the vibes at vampire bra <laughs> <laughs> it really it really tickled me when i opened that email and read that i, was I like, just oh. imagined
1: like a lot of black
0: a lot of black, they were like, Your finest attire is requested, aka it's gonna be a bunch of fucking nerds in vampire gear. Like- a bunch
1: of goth, like a bunch of goth kids like, oh, oh that'd be fun. Actually, now I wanna go. <laughs> Just to like like look in the window and be like, What's going on in there?
0: I know. I wanna know what's up with vampire prom.
1: Anyone doing like ritual sacrifices in here? Hello.
0: Anybody doing ritual sacrifice yet? Can we get anyone dead? Let's get that.
1: Up. <laughs> Let's get that Netflix series started. We'll get. we we'll call it Vampire <laughs> Prom: a, a Night of Disaster.
0: Oh God! Just Vampire Prom. It just that'd be the a fu- concept that'd be a fun just movie. tickled
1: me. That'd be a fun movie. Like a bunch of like high schoolers, and they're like, "We're gonna throw a prom," and then like it, it turns out to be a bunch of vampires, and like they're trying to like actual vampires
0: more. show up. Actual yeah.
1: vampires show up, and like our theme is vampires, and. Then-
0: Sorry. I just got really tickled pink by Vampire Hideout and then Vampire Prom. Um, it sounds fun. Haley absolutely just like wrecks Diego's shit, actually. Yes. And I like that he isn't fighting back at all.
1: Oh Answer. yeah, no. Because he knows that if he tries to even like... I feel like the one like thing that everyone in this town know, in New Orleans knows if you lay a finger on Haley... You're not. You're facing the wrath of the Michaelsons, and that's not going to be good. Like even Rebecca would come back to town.
0: Also, like Diego could like run away from this, but he's also like I don't know. I do, I like this interaction as sort of like a show of respect, but also like Diego's not like a bad dude. He's just like no. Haley's angry right now and acting out, and that's fine. Um, yeah, he's gonna
1: po- help point her in the right direction to get answers.
0: Exactly, and and he does point her in the right
1: direction. Good for Diego, you know.
0: Yeah, like hey, maybe he's maybe Diego's kind of a bro. I think he's one of the most fun sort of like background characters we have in in the originals, actually. So yeah, he anyway, is. Josh. And Dr. Shesky are, like, in the attic. And Josh is just, like, vibing, admiring his new little daylight ring that Davina made him, um, which is so cute. And uh, (laughs) Dr. Shesky is like, this is so fascinating. And (laughs) Kieran (laughs) bites off his own thumb so he can slip out of his restraints and lunge for. Doctor Shesky.
1: Wow. This has never, like, not even the Vampire Diaries went that far. And this is
0: just like,
1: wow. It is. It's it's very much a wow. It's very much a oh yikes
0: moment. Anyway, Josh like grabs him and he's like, "Um, everybody, please help." No, oh, poor Josh. Basically, Haley calls Klaus, uh, and she's like, "Hey, I'm um gonna go fuck up Marcel. Uh, don't worry, Elijah's with me. You don't need to worry about me." She says, obviously lying. Uh, (laughs) in the bayou jackson oliver and elijah bring eve into like her little shack and lay her on the bed um and elijah's like um she this should be healing by now and oliver reveals that you know she never killed anyone she never activated the werewolf gene so she can't heal um which i like this a whole lot actually yeah I, I know kinda- we sort of talked about it earlier in the season when the Crescent Wolves were still under the curse, and um like Eve was sort of the only one of them who wasn't. I really like the choice to just have werewolves who haven't activated their curse living with all of their other, you know pals. yeah, I it like makes it. sense. It makes nice
1: sense, you know, it's
0: also very much, I think speaks to the sort of like community and family aspect that werewolves tend to foster more than anybody else um that we've oh. sort of shown. And I think we had this in. Do you remember in the, um, do you remember in the Vampire Diaries when Klaus was first starting to make hybrids?
1: Oh, yeah. The, 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 camps.
0: The camps and then the one human boyfriend who was living with them all?
1: Like. Yeah. Like, I think, I think there was like a few humans with them, I think. Yeah. Like, they were just like their part, like brothers, sisters, partners, things like that. Yeah. Like, just helping out. Quick, Pixel, what are your thoughts on electroshock therapy?
0: (laughs) Quick, Pixel, what are your opinions on assisted suicide? (laughs) What are your thoughts?
1: If I just get a meow, if we just get a meow out of that, and I'd be like, controversial.
0: Very controversial. Very
1: controversial.
0: Controversial thoughts. Um... Girl, you gotta stop. My my mic stand is so squeaky. You can't be moving it like this. <laughs> Haley barges into Marcel's loft, and um, basically, uh, Marcel info dumps about her about her past. Um, back in the '90s, it was the Crescent Wolves who took over the city. Like they lived to throw down. They were good at it, too. They didn't care who they killed as long as they got more power. Um, And Haley was like, oh, so the Crescent Curse was just your way of stopping them all, wasn't it? And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's either that or murder all of them. And I'm not super big on killing kids. Uh,
1: Boom, boom, boom.
0: And Haley's like, oh, so I've heard. And Marcel's like, oh, you did more than hear about it, Andrea Lebonair. You're living proof.
1: I forgot about this. I forgot about this little scene, too, actually. It's a good
0: little scene that shows that Marcel's, like, history within the city, but, like, damn.
1: And, like, history with Haley, too. Like, he saved her. I mean, she didn't turn out so well, but... I mean, yeah, she is. She she's fine. all right. She's fine now, but like there was a, a bumpy road to get there. I mean, she did team up with Catherine.
0: True, you know, girl bosses got to stick together, etc., etc.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. At Saint Anne's Church, uh, Klaus and Cami are at Kieran's bedside when his heart monitor starts to beep, and he is going into cardiac arrest. Uh, and so Klaus sticks his hand into Kieran's chest. And he's like, I'm massaging his heart. His body is shutting down. Even with my help, he doesn't have much time. Also, did you know that massaging a heart is something that real doctors do do sometimes?
1: Yeah, I think so. Which is wild. Which, But still, it's gross. It's gross. It's bleh. but
0: But like, I love that this is an actual medical technique where they're just like, we just gotta fucking pump this ticker for a little bit until it actually gets back to doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah, but um, Cammy's like, you know, if you fed him your blood, he would wake back up, right? He's like, yes, yeah, a vampire in transition, but you know, as for the hex, perhaps his death will be a mercy. You know, he's like, just do it, please. I can't let him die, not like this. And Klaus reluctantly bites his hand and feeds Kieran his blood. Then Klaus removes his hand, and shortly afterwards, Kieran's heart stops for good.
1: Yeah, I kinda of feel like punching your hand through someone's chest is
0: good way to um
1: You kind of seal the deal.
0: <laughs> do a murder, I guess, yeah.
1: I mean he's done it before.
0: Marcel reveals that he wasn't the one who killed Haley's parents. Um he got there afterwards, he found Haley in her crib and was the one who put her into the foster care system to get her away from New
1: Orleans. Yeah.
0: Um, well, he took her to Father Kieran, who then put her in the foster care system. <laughs> who, who then
1: dumped her into the system.
0: Marcel offers her a money, offers her like a whole bag of money.
1: Um,
0: and he's like, yeah, yeah, you can start over somewhere else, somewhere safe. Um, she's like, Oh, so this is your grand plan get me out of town and have Klaus and Elijah follow closely behind. He's like, I can't say that that wouldn't be a bonus, but, uh,
1: He just, he cares about Haley and he wants the baby to be safe. Marcel looking out for hopes, but even before day one.
0: Marcel also reveals to her that the guy on the bike, the bomber, word is that he had a gambling problem, owed money (gasps) to the casinos, more importantly, to the humans who run them.
1: It's even, it's funnier now knowing that this was the humans that did this.
0: Yeah, it is, actually.
1: Like, it's like. And knowing which humans did
0: this, like you and I know. Ooh, delicious. Yeah. Delicious.
1: It's some good eating.
0: It's some good fucking eating, dude. (laughs) At St. Anne's Church, Klaus is like, dude, I have to, um. I have to, like, get going here. And, uh, I have some other shit I need to do. And she's like,. Cammy says, like, oh, man, he's going to be fucking furious with me. He's a priest. I turned him into a vampire. And, like, yeah, let's talk about
1: that, Cammy. Let's yeah. talk about that. A vampire priest does sound like fun, though.
0: A vampire priest does sound like fun. Bro knows the reala- backwards and forwards.
1: I just realized there is actually a show with a vampire priest. Wait, for real? Yeah, it's... um." Oh my god, what's it called? It's on Netflix. It's by the guy who did The Haunting of Hill House.
0: Oh, like yeah, Midnight yeah, yeah. Mass,
1: Midnight Mass. There you go, yeah. Really good. I hi- If you have, like, Catholic trauma or anything like that, highly suggest you watch it, because it's a very good show. It's only, like, six episodes, but they're long. They're not short. Sorry to tell you.
0: Yeah, Plus, it kind of,
1: like, flips the script on, like, vampire, like, they don't explicitly say it's vampires, but, like, it's a vampire.
0: Jackson and Elijah have this little back and forth about how, like, Klaus isn't just removing their curse. He's offering them freedom, not just from the pain that comes with turning, but from the contempt we faced our whole lives.
1: Mm. And Jackson is like,
0: I want to make this place safe for her and the baby. And I think this is a moment where Elijah's like, huh. Yeah, maybe we can work together, and I
1: really like this. i like, I like that they're like kind of like, because Jackson's just a good guy. He's he does nothing wrong. Jackson's such a bland character, but like he is—he's very much that typical like, I'm gonna protect the women, and but he's like, but like he's he's not—he's not a bad guy by like any means.
0: He's a very typical character, but like he's not a bad guy.
1: He's loyal through and through because he's a dog. <laughs> and am I wrong? <laughs> Real
0: sleepy, insulting energy on this week's. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran wakes up, has a very heartfelt scene with Cammie. Yeah. Um,
1: it's nice. The hex is gone, though.
0: Yeah. There we it go. It worked. Yay!
1: <laughs> And he's going to be a vampire priest now. Let's get him a daylight ring and he'll be fine. He'll be totally chill. Yeah, but except he doesn't want to do it. Which, fair. This is like,
0: I feel like this is what they were trying to do with um, Megamind Bill from the Vampire Diaries. (laughs) This is like what they were trying to do with him, I think. This is a much better version of it.
1: Yeah, it's nice that they're allowing Kieran to have the choice to go out on his own terms. Yeah. So it's nice. So he's kind of like, this is me saying, like, everything, like, I need to do. Like, I need, like, he needs to get his, like, final affairs in order. Like, he's now sound of mind. Get the lawyer in here. Write that will. Him a sound body and mind. Blah, 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 blah. And then, like, he can just go peacefully to sleep.
0: Yeah, and he can like give Cammy a whole bunch of stuff too, which is exactly the church. (laughs) Yeah,
1: the whole church.
0: Back at the bayou, Oliver is sitting by Eve's bedside, and um, I think this little exchange speaks a lot about how. uh, What I'm looking for, how much history there was between these two. Like you don't know their relation to each other, but like this little exchange where she's just like, "Hey, Ollie, how do I look?" and he's like. You know, you look fine, Evie. You look just fine. She's like, you are a shit. You always were a terrible liar. You're a shit liar.
1: I love Eve. I hope she sticks around for a long time. You know, she's a fun character.
0: Oliver has this uh, little monologue where she's like, where he was like, all you had to do was trigger the curse. You'll heal. It's who we are. It's who you are. Why can't you just accept that? Why can't anyone see what needs to be done? living here like animals, fighting between the tribes, scared to stand up for ourselves. Who's going to lead us? Jackson? He wants to bat onto that hybrid. Haley? She's not one of us. At least now we have an enemy to hate. And Evie has this, like, horrible realization that she's like, tell me you didn't do it. And she's like, Oliver's like, look, it wasn't supposed to happen like this, Evie. I just wanted to make a little noise, just get our people mad, but they didn't agree. I didn't agree to all this. They stabbed me in the back. And now Evie's like, who fucking put you up to this, you stupid fucking kid? Do you have any idea? I mean, she doesn't say fucking because they can't swear on this show, but like, They, they that's can't the swear vibe. On the CW. <laughs> She's like, do you have any idea what the pack is going to do to you when they find out? And Oliver is like, they're not going to find out, Evie if they did, all those people will have died in vain. I had to do whatever it took to make us strong. And he picks up a pillow <sighs> and he's like, I've got to do that even now. I'm sorry, Evie. And he pushes the pillow over Eve's face and smothers her to death.
1: Yeah, so she's gone. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Which, that sucks. Like, dude, like, now knowing like obviously we know the humans are responsible now at like for that we
0: know we have the benefit of of hindsight
1: we have we have the yeah we have the the thing <laughs> um, and but now like but like the true person behind all of this is oliver sometimes it be your own people this is an oliver hate club now <laughs>
0: this is an oliver hate club
1: he was the one good person
0: back at the church back at saint anne's um (gasps) cami is helping father kieran make his final preparations she's like you know everything is where you said it would be except the key you mentioned that's the one thing i couldn't find it's the one you usually wear around your neck right he's like that's the most important part you have to find it like it's a very important part of our family legacy (gasps) a legacy oh my oh
1: a legacy that <laughs> this is never then brought up on the show with a literal title legacy
0: and it shouldn't have to be i don't think we need to make everything on legacies a reference back to tvd or to so i like that no. they were just like fuck it the o'connells are are no we're not mentioning the o'connell legacy here
1: <laughs> they're all dead except one oh i mean yeah, literally alive. except one cammy's alive she's fine everything's fine Cammie and Klaus lived happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> everything's fine. No one dies in New Orleans.
0: Nobody ever dies in New Orleans.
1: No. No. Everything's, everything's fine. Everything's fine.
0: Everything's fine. Kieran talks about how... um <laughs> Like... <laughs> This I is the us. only way it was ever going to end. I made peace with that a long time ago. Uh, it's like, listen, I don't know how bad this is going to get, but I don't want you to see it. So in a moment, I'm going to let go, and you're going to turn around, and you're going to walk out of here without looking back. Okay, kiddo? Aww. Promise me. Without looking back.
1: Oh. <sighs> fucking oh,
0: hell.
1: I hate this show. Why did they put me through this?
0: I know.
1: And if you think that th- and what if you think that this is bad, just knowing what's coming up like in the future? Oof.
0: Yeah. Back at the bayou, a bonfire burns as Oliver is passionately trying to convince everyone to fight back against the vampires using his manufactured little stunt. And Elijah watches him speak as Haley eventually joins him. And Haley's like, You stayed. What the fuck is going on? And Elijah's like, he's making a move for power in the wake of tragedy. He's not alone. There was another attack after you left. And Haley rushes to the shack where Jackson is sitting with Evie's dead body, devastated. And Elijah's voiceover says, your friend Jackson will need your help. They will want vengeance, blood for blood. And unfortunately, in troubled times, people do not look for the best, but rather the loudest. And it's just this shot of Oliver hyping up the werewolves in front of this like bonfire, and it's like, wow, this is art, bestie.
1: Yeah, this is truly the rumblings of war.
0: This is the drums of war.
1: I almost started singing the Pocahontas song. <sighs> don't. We I know can't I re- do this. No, 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 no. I realized like I was like, eh, oh no, 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 don't sing that part. <laughs>
0: klaus visits genevieve and he's like did you fucking do this and she's like no actually
1: um which is good for genevieve she doesn't kill kids
0: how she's like how ugly i must seem next to the pure innocent glow of your precious camille so sad about her (laughs) uncle by the way bitch oh my god i love her so much shady motherfucker um and Klaus is like, Kieran's in tra- in transition. He's been released from the hex, and she's like, a hex of that magnitude? Hmm. His hex will return, if it hasn't already.
1: <gasps> J- like, uh, uh, this was a twist. <laughs> this is a fucking twist. Because typically, in like, like if you become a vampire, like, like this happened with Alaric. Like he, when he was in transition, he was able to be himself again and make that choice to die as a human, but obviously Esther like messed around on the other side and was like "Ha like you thought but and then the same things happened to Father Karen. So I kinda like that like little like parallel. But like it's just because typically when you become a vampire, like typically the magic stuff goes away for a little bit. Yeah. Until you complete the transition. But oh boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy.
0: It's so good. And then we cut back to the church where Kieran is dying and he begins having hallucinations about Sean again and he pulls a blade out of his cross, which is just something he's had inside of his cross the whole time, I guess,
1: which is very,
0: very Catholic priest vampire hunter
1: core. I love it. Which, honestly, I I do love that, though. Like, I kind of love, like, when, like, when, like, vampire, like, I know, like, Buffy, like, they, like, vampires are, like, Affected by, like, crosses and things like that. Like, holy symbols kind of thing. Because they're demons, technically. But, like... And I think, like, they're... I think it's just so cool, like, when, like, the Catholicism, like, comes into that, like...
0: the Catholicism I know of it all. The
1: Catholic... The Catholic the, the, I love when they bring the Bible into the shit. And, like, twist it and, like, make it, like, dark and evil and gross. And,
0: oh, I love it. Yeah.
1: I love the... I, I love when the church comes into things and it's the bad guys.
0: As... Kieran is about to slit his own throat. He hallucinates Bastiana again, and she's like, no, not yet. There is more work to be done. A final offering to complete your penance. That which you hold most dear. And we cut back to Genevieve and Klaus, and she's like, that boundary spell, on the other hand, now that he's died, I imagine it won't be quite so confining anymore. (laughs) Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> in Saint Anne's church Cammy's waiting in the main room of the church she's sort of waiting on that um balcony area uh, and Kieran comes down to find her and she's like oh have you changed your mind and he's like it appears I have and he pulls out the knife and slices at Cammy's arms as she, like, backs up against the railing of this balcony. And he licks the blood off of his blade, fully vamps out now, and left with nowhere else to go, she throws herself off of the balcony and falls to the ground below. And she's, like, crawling between pews. As he stalks after her. And the imagery of this is fucking incredible. The way they did the lighting on this scene makes me feel insane.
1: I love this kind of stuff. Like, it's just fun. Like, the
0: way... The, the way that, like... Oh, I, I I don't know how I can describe it. But, like, the way that... The way that, like, the lighting comes down in the center of the church, and it is between all of these pews, and Cammy falls right in that column of light in the center of the church, and she's crawling towards the darkness, and, like, Kieran is just this fucking unstoppable, like, juggernaut who stalks behind her, avoiding the light completely, stalking completely in the dark. Like... (sighs)
1: I, uh, cinema brilliant. cinema
0: <laughs> cinema the scene uh, and he says don't fight it cammy in death we are whole again
1: Holy. and
0: uh-huh. from like on his left side appears bastiana and he's like bless her father kill her and then on the right side is sean you know like rejoice in life eternal and It's like Father Kieran with the angel and the devil on his shoulder with fucking Cammy below him about to die.
1: It's good.
0: Cinema. This is cinema. This is what I wanted when I wanted the religion aspect of it all. The fact that fucking Sean is on his right side where the fucking where the good thief was when fucking Jesus was crucified the, fu- the way that Bassiana is on the left with the fucking where the un- like representing
1: the unrepentant thief wait is that what that ah! wait, wait is that where the angel and devil on the shoulder come, comes from yes wait what because, oh, shit. all of this is, by that. the way, just in Catholic
0: Catholic right. canon, but when <gasps> Jesus was crucified, on his left side was an unrepentant thief, and on his right side was a good thief, a-, a thief who repented. So basically, that the phrase, the right-hand man, is like the person who does what needs to be done but is good about it. And the left hand is always sort of like that hand of evil. That's where the angel and the devil on each shoulder come from. Bassiana is dressed in black on his left side. Sean is dressed in his altar boy robes, very much representing an angel. Like, this is what I want when you have a priest in your show.
1: I'm just mind blown that that's where that comes from. I didn't even know that. That's hilarious. That's
0: where that comes from. That's
1: cool. I must have missed that day of of Sunday school.
0: (laughs) Of Sunday school, yeah.
1: Sunday school, you know, (laughs) where instead of the Pledge of Allegiance, you start with a prayer.
0: No, but that is where that comes from. And I, that's why I love this imagery. And like, both of them are wanting him to do something bad, period. Both of them are wanting him to kill Cammie, right? Because he's going insane. They're both thieves in the end. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's why the left hand is considered, quote unquote, the hand of the devil. (laughs) That's why oh. lefties are very prosecuted in, or we're sort of like one of those hand of the devil things. You know what I mean? Like,
1: oh, good thing I'm right-handed then.
0: The pure I hand.
1: A, I am not of the devil. If you're if you're ambidextrous, I'm so sorry.
0: I'm so sorry for you. No, but like this is so good. Like that little thing. Like I don't need to go that deep into it as I did. Right? I no. Just I just, it's, it's just
1: that I just didn't know about that.
0: Yeah, and it's also because like. I know that sort of, I, I, I know the quote unquote Catholic canon. You know what I mean? Like I know the Christian canon and that when Jesus was crucified, et cetera, et cetera, right? And yeah. I just know that. <laughs> but like if somebody didn't know that, this imagery would still be good because Bastiana is still dressed in black and Sean is still dressed all in white. Like all of us know the angel and devil on one shoulder. Like,
1: ah. It's good it's fun shit. I like that. That's cool now. It's a that, really that, that good makes, choice. It makes it makes that scene much better now for me. Doesn't it?
0: It makes it, it hit. Um, after some fighting, Klaus appears out of nowhere and As snaps Father Kieran's <laughs> neck. Oh. And he just says, You deserved far better than this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he did.
0: I like that Klaus doesn't immediately
1: go for the kill. I know. He looks at Cami and like gets her approval.
0: And I like that he sort of just like he's like just hugging Kieran, basically. And I like yeah. that. Um in Marcel, um Marcel receives a call from Klaus. And he's like, I'm calling you to let you know that the priest is dead. Your exile is suspended for the next 24 hours. You may return to the quarter to bury your friend. Um, and Marcel's like, why are you doing this? And Klaus, uh, he's referencing Cam, He's like, she woke in the dark, not knowing where she was or who was watching over her. It was your name that she called. And if you can grant her comfort, then so be it. Oh.
1: And I love this Klaus moment. I know. It does show that Klaus has a heart. It does. It And it's like he knows what's like, it's like he's getting better as a person now. He's regaining that humanity side of him. That side of him that, because if this was like, let's say like season three Klaus, he would have killed Kieran no problem and wouldn't have cared for Cammy's feelings he would have said well too bad so sad he was going to kill all of us and kill you so i did what was right but he went and like got her approval to do it and like made sure is this what you want and then he gave her what she needed in that moment and that moment was marcel yeah and it's just oh god i can't believe i'm coming a klaus stan <laughs>
0: I'm so glad that you're becoming a Klaus Stan. Actually, I'm gonna
1: go on. My, I'm gonna start a Klaus Stan Twitter. Be like, and he never did add, anything wrong. I mean, Jenna, come on.
0: He never did anything wrong.
1: He's done many things wrong. He's committed multiple murders.
0: He's never done anything wrong. <laughs> As um Klaus says all of that, we flash back to to Klaus carrying a battered Cami home to her apartment, and he like carries her out of the church, and it's very much again religious imagery. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They're silhouetted in like it's literally just like dark figures moving out of the um like moving away from the light. And it's just so good! It is.
1: <sighs> I, the Religion. The the, the Religion imagery. drives me
0: crazy. What the fuck is this shit? I don't really care for it, but when you're using it in the context of a television show, I eat that shit up, baby. Yeah. Um, anyway, Klaus opens her front door to allow Marcel entry, and he goes to Cami's bedroom to comfort her, and Klaus watches them both sadly for a minute before leaving. Oh, Traumatique. Uh, back in the bayou, Haley um, cries and she kisses Eve's hand before leaving the shack. And outside, she finds Oliver continuing to rile up the rest of the werewolves. And Oliver's like, look, I know where I'm going. If any of you want to follow, hey, that's up to you. That's up to you. At Marcel's loft, um, Marcel finds Diego and Josh in his living room. And to Josh, he's like, all right, did you get it? and um Josh reluctantly hands a key on a necklace to Marcel and he's like this was around his neck just like you said ps i so do not feel awesome about this they're like i know but people are going to be coming after this this key and Kami's not ready for that basically he says you know storm clouds are gathering someone bombed the wolves and we know it wasn't us which is humans vampires wolves and cities at a breaking point we need to be ready and they yep. all toast their little drink last seen this up ep- Elijah is in his uh, study and he's like, um, Klaus joins him and he's like, first Marcel's massacre, now bombs in the bayou. I assume you're ready to give up your doomed treaty, brother. Elijah hands Klaus a book and he's like, this alliance with the wolves, well, if it is to succeed, I think you'll want this. And he hands Klaus Esther's grimoire. And basically he says, the rifts in this city run far deeper than I even imagined, Klaus. These tribes, these factions, they're families. Families who choose to fight. Mayhem has descended upon our home, and if I'm to choose a side, and he he holds out a drink for Klaus, and he's like, to our victory, brother. Oh. The boys are back, baby! They've been separated for quite a while. The boys are back!
1: I love these type of scenes like even Stefan and Damon scenes like when the brothers like come together and realize that they need to work together instead of separately like I feel like that's when I can tolerate Damon more is when he and Stefan are like working they're together. not when they're not butting heads and being like we should do it this way no we do it that way no we do it this way and then they're like hey maybe we should do it this way and, they, and Damon goes I agree and then they clink the glasses of bourbon. Yeah. Like I just love that kind of shit. And and I think like this, especially for Klaus and Elijah, who have had so many problems over the years.
0: And obviously. especially this season. Like Yeah,
1: like this season alone, especially with like everything that happened with Rebecca, their like ways of dealing, how to like take back the city and things like that. Because Elijah wants the more wanted to do the more peaceful route. But I think this episode made him realize the humans, the werewolves, the witches, they're not going to go peaceful into that good night. And even the vampires aren't going to go peaceful because Marcel has waged war too. Yeah. So it's just one of those like, oh fuck, like this is going to be a war. And like when we say war, I legitimately mean this is going to be a war. Yeah. Like there's going to like if we thought like this was like big casualties just fucking wait
0: all right then in that case this episode is very good and we've been having a pretty good but very kind of sleepy time
1: yeah what are you giving this episode honestly i was gonna give it an eight
0: yeah i was
1: but after talking with you and like all the imagery and things like that i'm bumping it back up to a nine
0: I think the imagery, like and realizing like
1: what like a lot of the imagery is, and like what this episode means going into the future, yeah, like what this mean, like this kind of sets the characters on like their respective paths to the finale,
0: yeah.
1: So that's how I'm looking at it right now, and I think that's, I think it's a nine, it's a
0: niner, it's. A nine. I also think it's a nine. I think it's in general like a pretty good episode, but I don't know as though it's like a ten.
1: Yeah, because there are like some moments where it like kind of like goes, it lulls a little bit, and you're like, okay. It lulls a little bit, yeah. Like, let's keep it going. Yeah, yeah. But still, very good, very fun. It was very fun. It was a very fun
0: episode. It's a fun, good episode.
1: Yes.
0: Next week. On Afterbite,
1: we have We're going back to
0: TPD And you can hear how excited we are about that
1: Unless Um, it's a good episode
0: We're going to be watching season 5, episode 19 Man on Fire You can find us on Twitter at Pod. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com Slash Afterbite if you want to support us We do, I promise Not have very sleepy energy all the time It's just today Sometimes we have not sleepy energy,
1: you know? Sometimes we talk about things that we don't normally talk. We should be talking about, but we still do. But we still do. Until then, you know, whatever.
0: Patreon, brightcrownmedia.com slash shop if you want to get a shirt or a hoodie or a crew neck or a beanie. We also have some new stuff coming there soon. Uh, That's it. That's
1: it. Goodbye. And
0: Luna, or whatever we say. We really need like an actual outro. Yeah,
1: we do, because we no longer have to stay inside, wash our hands. I mean, do still wash your fucking hands? (laughs) Wait, you have to wash your hands again?
0: Jesus Christ! You always, you always had to wash your hands. That is (laughs) a truth. You did always have to wash your hands.
1: It's my fault the pandemic started. (laughs) You. Because I didn't wash.